We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, 201 is the afternoon show. Jack Fritz, Ike Reese hanging out on this Wednesday because he's back. I mean, Wednesdays are back, right? Because 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 Carson dominated this weekend. At least it for m- one week, it might get it might get a future NFL contract. What's happening, Ike? Fritzy, what's up, brother? Well, speaking of Carson Wentz, I think we have the next Carson Wentz, and it's not a good thing. Um, oh, come on, yeah, let's man. let's let's have, finally have an honest conversation about the quarterback because, uh, uh, frankly, I, I heading into the playoffs. You know, I would like to believe that I have this special difference-making quarterback that is going to help this team kind of go on a run. And we can still have dreams of going into to February and going to Las Vegas and Hugh can go to the Sphere and, and hang out with Britney <laughs> Spears. And I don't feel that way. And, and I'm curious where the city is at with Jalen. It's been a while since we've been able to have you know, a Jalen conversation. It's been a lot of talk about Nick Sirianni and, and people seem to be blaming him for the, the Eagles' downfall. The defense is obviously a huge problem. But have you lost faith in, in Jalen Hurts as this team's quarterback? I think we all realize he's a good quarterback, but have you lost faith that he is a special quarterback, that he's an elite quarterback? Because I have, Ike, and I think what we're trending towards here is that we are seeing more a guy that is closer to being just a guy and pretty good than some elite, special, top five, difference-making quarterback. That's where I'm at with Jalen as we're heading into – uh, the wild card game against the Bucs. Well, I'll say this, and listen, I, <laughs> as I enjoy listening to the midday show as I'm on my way in. As we uh, always to do, station, although they relate to that. Yes, yes, I, I enjoy listening to those guys. And I, I get the sense that that confidence and faith is wavering uh, in Jalen. Um, I don't know if complete confidence and faith has been lost in Jalen by most people, but you can certainly sense that it's wavering. And I'll say this to that. I wouldn't be being honest with you. Because only honest conversation. With you or myself. When I say you, I mean the listening audience. Yes, yes. Yes, not necessarily you in particular, <laughs> but the listening audience. I wouldn't be honest with you guys if I were to say you. I have, I'd say to you, um, as I sit here today, I have the same level of confidence in Jalen as I had Six seven weeks ago, right? And, and and let me preface. Let me let me let me add this to it. This isn't me saying I think Jalen isn't the guy for our franchise to lead this franchise. Mm-hmm. That he isn't a franchise quarterback. I still believe all those things to be true, but I can no longer sit here and 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 tell you with a straight face that his play. Overall this year, now that it's been complete from a regular season standpoint, didn't take a step back. Whether I was blinded by wins, green goggles, whatever you wanted to say earlier, the bottom line is winning in the fashion in which they won, 
him being a large part of the reason why they won those games and got the 10 to 1 validated my belief and my defense of where I felt he was at during that time. So I don't regret any of that. Mm-hmm. But things change based on the more information you get. And the last six weeks has not been great. Hasn't been completely him and all on him. But here's the thing that I, I get from those who have lost a little faith, whose faith is wavering, and things of that nature, and who are at least starting to put some of the blame and criticism on Jalen. Here's where I can understand where that's coming from. When you get a big contract the way Jalen has got the contract that he's got, and I want to hear this contract don't mean anything. That's bull job. It doesn't mean anything when you don't want to be honest and critical of the guy. Because any other time, you would first bring up an athlete's salary. And you would want results based on the money he's getting paid. Mm -hmm. That's where Jalen is at now. He's no longer the story where it's the guy nobody believed in coming out of Oklahoma. He got benched at Alabama. He's a second-round draft pick to back up Carson Wentz. So that was low expectations, Jalen. And he exceeded those. Once you go to the Super Bowl and you're the MVP runner-up and all those things and they give you a big deal – The expectations change, and you have to live up to those expectations. And he's no different than any other quarterback that's been placed in this position and given what he's been given. The expectations change for all of those guys once you get that type of money. You're no longer exceeding your rookie contract, outplaying your rookie contract. Now you're being uh, uh, compensated, and expectations are there for you to deliver at that elite level week in and week out. And he's falling short of that. That can't be denied. But I'll say this in saying that. Mm -hmm. I'll say this in saying that. I don't think there's anything going on with Jalen that isn't fixable. That's what I'll say. So if you're asking me in the moment, do I have the same level of confidence? I'd say, man, I'm hanging in there. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to hang in there, right? Because I, I want to believe and I and right. I I would rather believe than not believe. Of course. But I'll tell you, regardless of how this season ends, it puts that much more pressure on next season. And let me just say this, like because I know what we're gonna hear today. It's gonna be it's the coach, it's the coach, it's the coach, it's right. the coach. Like, mm-hmm. It's not just the coach, okay? We have to be able to have an honest conversation. Because if not, it turns into like what, where it got to with Wentz. This, it's all starting with where this, this started with Wentz, where it was like, nah, the coaching's not good enough. The, the talent around him isn't good enough. I raised my hand. I know. I was one of those people. I was one of those people too. And I, I think we're getting there with Jalen now where it's like, nah, the offense is bad and they have no plan against the Blitz. Newsflash, he's a problem against the Blitz, too. This is not just they don't have Blitz beaters out there. And the more and more you you watch the tape, you hear people talk about it, Jalen's a problem with that. So you can fire Nick all you want. You can bring in Ben Johnson all you want. Jalen Hurts has to be better. And if you're going to blame the coach and and say he's not doing his job, he's not doing this, then is Jalen Hurts a system quarterback? I mean, because that's what it comes down to. Well, what you heard last year, and this is why I do less of blaming Nick Sirianni, because when things were growing well, Nick Sirianni didn't get the credit. What we heard is Jalen is the system. Jalen runs the offense. He's making the decisions out there. He's the reason why they're winning. That's what we heard. When the team was doing well, Jalen got all the credit. And you don't have to worry about losing a coordinator because it's Jalen's offense. Yes. And and Jalen knows how to run this thing. And none of the offensive weapons have changed. 
No, still has very good offensive weapons. As a matter of fact, of the last five quarterbacks that have played here, none of them have had the caliber no. of weapons that Jalen has enjoyed the last two seasons. And the other thing that I, that is out the window now, don't want to hear it, is he's a winner. I, I understand the record's 11 and 6. Mm. They are 1 and 5 in their last six games. Yeah, where is that at? Like, like I'm honestly asking that. For those who, like me, who hung our hats on the whole he's a winner, he'll find a way to win. Where's that? Okay, yeah, where's that at? Where's that at? The Giants game, whatever. He's a troll. Whether they were into the game or not, I go, to one, Se- I go to the Seattle game, Jack. S- Seattle game. It was it was last week against the Giants. The the, the closeout spots against the Cardinals. Yes, I mean they they haven't been great closing out football games this year. I mean it's as simple as that. The first fifteen seems like it's pretty good. They score pretty well, mm-hmm. but when it gets down to 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 put up or shut up time, the quarterbacks let them down. And and I just I I can't. I'm not at the point where I still think the Eagles have a special quarterback. I think they have a good quarterback, mm-hmm. but I think he's trending more towards a quarterback where you you can win with, but things have to be perfect around, rather than you can put everything on his shoulders and he'll go win you a football game. That's what's happened for me this year at Jalen. And I'll tell you, that's and, and and for those and I'm I'm so I'm I'm locked in wanting to have this discussion today because I I know faith is wavering amongst people. It ain't as strong as it was when it was ten and one. No, when I could easily lead the I could easily lead the Hurts Army. You just have the copium yes. of, of of their winning their games. winning games. He's You're a exactly winner. right. You're exactly right. That's not there anymore. No. So I look at a couple of quarterbacks in this league, whether it's Lamar Jackson, who I've been extremely critical of, extremely critical of from the time he was drafted. He's proved me wrong, not once but twice. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Not once, but twice. He's changed coordinators. He's never had dominant skill position guys surrounding him. And these are probably his best. He's tell me Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham Jr. Well, by the way, Mark Andrews hasn't played. Then he had Mark Andrews pretty much the entire year. He loses a running back every other week. <laughs> like, I mean, so it's not like he has the greatest skill position guys around him. Patrick Mahomes, he's overcoming not having skilled guys. He won a Super Bowl after losing the most dangerous weapon in football. So he's already proven he could go out and win without having a ton of talent around him. Josh Allen, sure, he has Stephon Diggs. Go check out Stephon Diggs the last last five, six weeks. His numbers over this time. And Gabe Davis has fallen off a yeah, cliff. Yeah, Gabe Davis is trash. Yeah. No, it's I, the I, one thing battle has they gotten right. Yeah, he, that guy doesn't know anything about football. He knows anything, but he is a Buffalo fan. It's because we bet on Gabe Davis, I believe, yes. every week. And he tells us Gabe Davis is trash, and it's, it's finally proven to be right. I only say that to say is Josh Allen somehow found his way into the number two seed, and people think they are the second favorite team in the AFC to go to the Super Bowl outside of Baltimore. Yep. That's what the special quarterback can do for you when everything isn't optimal around you. And, like that's that's what the elite guys can do for you. And my and my final thing here, and it's hard to quantify because we're not in the locker room, but I, I'm disappointed in the leadership of Jalen. I mean, he's supposed to be uh, one of the leaders of this team. 
He is uh, whether he's quarterbacks are are the face of a franchise. Oh yeah, and we just haven't seen enough of it. We haven't seen him. You know, on his the, voice certainly doesn't resonate as the leading voice coming out of the locker room. And it's just when you that doesn't happen with the best of the best. You always see clips of Mahomes. You always see clips of Josh Allen. You always saw clips of of Tom Brady back in the day. Like you you see Lamar talking every week. You Dak's always in now that's cuz he's the Cowboys and I get it. But still, he's, but, but, he's there. But Dak always he, he was there in tough time when they got blown out by San Francisco when they when they lost to uh, us the first time around like Dak has had to stand in front of the cameras. An answer for his team, and one thing he's always said: "Don't we're not losing faith in ourselves, and we're not getting down." You guys put us up here mm-hmm. when they lost to San Francisco. My only point is, is that his voice was the strongest voice coming out of the locker room during their tough times this year, and it got turned around. That's all I'm saying. I'm not a Dak fan, but I know his voice along with Micah and his podcasting. But at least that uh, Dak's voice was one of the strongest voices coming out of their locker room. Yeah, and he's the clear guy you go to when you need a quarterback yeah. team. Who do you listen to on the Eagles? Jason Kelsey? <laughs> like Jay AJ, Kelsey. when he talks? Yeah, but AJ, I'm talking I mean, about AJ's like, voice is stronger than, than, than Jalen. It is, but like Brandon Graham's always out in front of yep. him. He's talking to people yep. here. He's on the Brandon Graham show. He's on WIP. He's in front of the TV. Uh, Jason Mylotta, Kelsey. Jordan Mylotta. Jordan Mylotta. Like Jason he, Kelsey. A yep. lot of guys that you're not hearing from the quarterback, and he's the face of the team. And that comes with the contract. You're not this, you know, rookie behind the scenes that's just going about your business now. Like, you have to be a difference maker. 215-592-9494. Have you lost faith in Jalen Hurts? It's time to have the honest conversation. This team is collapsing, and it's not like he is exactly lighting the world on fire. Where are you at with Jalen heading into Monday down in Tampa Bay? Let's start off with Josh in Upper Darby. What's happening, Josh? Jack, what's going on, man? Ike, what's up? What's up, Josh? What's up, Josh? You know, what's going on, Jack? I, you know, I met you at Coco's Pizza last year in Aston. You and Seltzer. I don't know if you remember. Uh, of course I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was was good times, good times. But, listen, I was, I'm going to make this real quick because I know you guys got a lot of calls. I listen to you all day. I'm going to make this real quick. I was at the game on Sunday. I was sitting right up front, section 124. And uh, when they called the Eagles, you know, hey, Philadelphia Eagles, and they all came running out. Jalen was the last player to run out. That's a problem. Okay? That's a huge problem. And basically what I'm saying is, you know, Ike, you and I both know this. I played football for a long time. And when you when, – there's, there's a disconnect between him and some of these coaches on this team. Now, we don't know what it is, but there's something definitely happening. Now, Jalen's my guy. Okay? He's my guy. Mm-hmm. I have 100%, you know, I have 100% – Strength that I know that he can play well, you know. Yeah, but, but can he, is he special though? That's the, that's a the thing. I mean, we thought we had a special quarterback. Oh, absolutely, he's special. Mm. He's special. It's just, you can't take a guy who loses Shane Steichman, who had ten years of experience in the league. Okay, he came over from San Diego. Well, not San Diego anymore, but the Chargers, and he leaves, and now he just you know he he lost playing. And Brian Johnson is a rookie. You know, he's a rookie coordinator, and then you're taking this guy. And yeah, but they, 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 him up. they've been friends for. I mean, they, he's known Brian Johnson since he was a kid, and I thought this was Jalen's yeah. offense. But there's where's the NFL experience? Where's the NFL experience now? Sirianni's been bragging on the on on the media, you know, the whole time saying, "Oh, oh, we're we're running the same offense from last year." Okay, maybe that might be true, but I don't think it's the exact same offense. What happens to the RPOs? We're not seeing that anymore. 
We're, 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 we're seeing these long passes down the field that they're expecting to see flags on. I mean, I thought that was absolutely hilarious in a Seahawks game. I mean, like, what are we doing here? Well, you know I mean, I mean, if you believe the reporting, that was Jalen and the wide receiver ch- checking to that play. That wasn't Sirianni. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, that's, that's true. But they're doing <laughs> things that they weren't doing last year, and it's Brian Johnson. That's what it comes down to. It comes down I do to believe that's part of it, yeah. yeah. And, and listen, I'm going to add this. You know, I'm going to make this as quick as I can. There's different type of leaders out here. You have servant leaders. You have autocratic leaders, okay? Listen, I'm a servant leader. I'm not going to be autocratic and fire Brian Johnson after the season. I am going to demote him, and I'm going to make Why? him. Why? You're not going to be able to demote him. I would, I would make him the quarterback coach again. And the only, no. reason why I would do, the only reason why I would do that, Jack, is because of the relationship that him and Jalen have together. He's known this guy since he was two years old. That's why I would keep him. Then I would bring a senior offensive coordinator in to take over that helm. Okay, because I have a heart. I'm a servant leader. I'm not an autocratic guy where I'm like, okay, let's just get him out of here. I don't care. My team's not winning. That's what I'm going to do. Patricia, he can kick rocks. Get him out of here. I never did like the hire. Get him out of here. All right. There he goes. Josh and Upper Darby. Well, the side two, I'm assuming. I mean, Patricia's only there because Desai has been removed. Or, like we talked about yesterday, <laughs> he's staying in place because Bill Belichick's coming oh, to be a new head coach. No. But it's just like, this whole, now it's the coaching staff, this, and listen, I'm not a fan of this coaching staff. Like, I, I do think that Nick Sirianni, if they lose on Monday and it looks anything like the last couple of weeks, I still probably move on from him. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't take Hurts off the, off, the, off the table here. It doesn't let him off the hook. Like, he has to also be better. You know, he's the one that's out there playing. He's the one that still has the A.J. Browns of the world and the Devontes of the world and Dallas Goddard's of the world. And, like, you, you looking up up and down the number, numbers, and it's like, well, what am I supposed to be so impressed with? What is supposed to be so special about 11th in QBR, 14th in yards, 13th in TDs, third most interceptions, 15th in completion percentage, and 22nd in quarterback rating? I mean, for a top-five guy, yeah. elite special quarterback yeah. with with legitimate weapons, what am I supposed to be impressed with? That can't all be. That's not all coaching. No, and, not all coaching. And I'll, I'll say this though. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Listen, they have another game, obviously Monday, and I think he has an opportunity to change that narrative. Here's what's ironic, right, about me and my my green goggles this week, uh, at least from the early portion of the week, thinking or expecting the Eagles to win next Monday night. Well, part of that is. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with the alternative. If they don't win that game Monday night, like everybody will want to try to blame this on Nick Sirianni, but we've had several discussions Mm -hmm. this week pertaining to the coaches. And you know where I usually fault the coach? When he decides to go for it on fourth down when he shouldn't, when he doesn't make a challenge that he should make. There's normally things that happen in the game where I get on the coach especially the CEO type of a coach mm-hmm. where he's not necessarily the play caller. So I look at Nick Sirianni, and while he can certainly be held liable for the team not being ready to go every week or what have you, there's nothing tangible during the games that I can actually pinpoint and say Nick Sirianni cost us games late. The one play that I wanted to be critical of him of finds out that the quarterback and wide receiver decided they wanted to call their own shot and and, and throw the ball deep. That wasn't even Nick Sirianni's choice to do that. That was their choice. 
When the only time I want to be critical of him when I said, why are we doing that versus trying to get a field goal to go into overtime? That wasn't even his decision. Is it safe to say that shot to Quez Watkins wasn't his decision to go there? That's more of a – you can have certain routes called into a play. But quarterbacks also have the right to either throw the ball to a certain place or check out of a play. Mm-hmm. So when the play doesn't work, we go straight to the coach, and it's like, well, why did you call that play? Well, why did the quarterbacks throw the ball over there? Well, and as you, as you talk about that, and as we've learned about A.J. and Jalen maybe doing their own thing and the things we've blamed the coaching staff for, what about the back-to-back quarterback draws against the Cardinals? Are we so sure that that was Brian Johnson and Nick Sirianni's play call? They took the fall for it. Ooh. And they took the fall for it. They said, that's Ooh. on. That's us. Ooh. But the more and more we've learned, first of all, we can't believe them, which I never really believe coaches anyway. <laughs> but when AJ talks about how that's us going rogue and checking to those plays sometimes, yeah. are we? because sh- it didn't make any sense then. So, so the things that haven't made sense this entire year, do we now have to start putting on the quarterback because we know at least in the one in Seattle, that was on him. And we, there's been other questionable calls the, the that's Washington been game. there, yes, that we're like, hold on, why would you do that? Well, and if you want to talk about situational football and being a winner, yada, 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 what about the Giants game when he stayed in bounds instead of going out of bounds? Mm. So is he as good of a situational football player as we thought? I'm not sure. Mm. All this has to be brought into question. Mm. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. 94 The coach didn't tell him to stay in bounds. Coach isn't in his ear. Just, right. Like, we want the coach to actually use Jalen like it's a video game. All right, all right, we give him a play. We call it. It's Madden. You call the play, and then, yeah, throw it over here. Throw it over there. Like, he's controlling Jalen out there on the field. That's why when I hear my brother Hugh say they need to give him plays for this and this and the other, well, maybe they've given him the right play call. He's just not executing the play call. And that's a problem. That's a huge problem. Like, we can't – you just can't – eliminate that as part of the issue. And the coaches aren't going to throw him under the bus for that. We've seen that with Wentz. We saw that with Andy, with Donovan. Coaches do that. It doesn't mean that's actually what's happening on the field. But for the but for the greater good, the coach realizes it's easier for me to take the blame on my shoulders than to point the finger at my players. Exactly. That's how you lose a locker room. That's how you lose the locker room, which and conversely, you hear every player speaking about Nick Sirianni saying he takes heat for us. Yep. But everybody wants me to believe the locker room is giving up on him. We'll see on Monday night. I just, I just, I just wonder, like, if that's really the case. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's time to have an honest conversation. Only honest conversations on the afternoon show today here on WIP, and it's about the quarterback today. Have you lost faith? In Jalen Hurts heading into the heading into the postseason on Monday night. It's Jack Fritz. It's Ike Reese. It's the afternoon show. We're coming right back with your phone calls here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.